What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tia. So let's try not to get all pissed off this time, because, you know, I don't, I don't generally get very hot about fucking shit, but. So I have to apologize. I kind of lost my temper. <laughs> oh, it was weird being the one that didn't lose my temper first. Right, right. I liked it, though. So, September 24th warnings. Today should be interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I am, I'm going to throw in the whole new stuff, but... We are. What the fuck? Oh well. But we are going to. Um, 
We're going to talk about the new stuff first. All right. Because I want to talk about the real stuff, the stuff that we can verify uh, before we go off in conspiracy theories. And, and I'm talking about like crazy conspiracy theories. As a matter of fact, I'm going to smash a whole lot of people's fucking brains today. All right. So let's start off with, where is it? Uh, I'm actually going to stop whacking trolls because now you have my utter curiosity. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's start with unprecedented anger in Russia. Russia is asking for the heads of Soyju and Githa. Uh, the uh, Russian analysts are saying now the real war begins. It is the the Russians have declared an end to humanitarianism, and they are. Guaranteeing that 20 million Ukrainians will leave. Damn. Let's put it this way. Russia went to their prison system and says that if you... They went to their prisoners and said that if you fight for Ukraine for six months, you go free. You will be pardoned. Kind of sounds like Illinois. No, that's the opposite. Oh, uh, okay, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. And here's my favorite part. The Russians are possibly preparing a new Ukrainian... Uh, oh, wait, sorry, I got that backwards. Ukraine is planning another counterattack. The reason we know this is because the Pentagon just authorized sending 1,800 Javelin anti-tank systems to Ukraine. And another $400 million today. Now, remember, yesterday we talked to you and said, hey, uh, or we talked to our audience and said, hey, isn't it bullshit that they're sending all this money over and yet they're telling their own troops to go on fucking food stamps? But why is this important? Let's talk about this. Breaking. Russia gives U.S. and NATO their final warning. And I will explain to you why this will probably be the final warning, because the United States doesn't know when to sit here and stay the fuck out of shit. And they're starting to push harder on stupid stuff. So, so here we go. The Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs this morning issued a final warning to the United States and NATO regarding Ukraine. If the U.S. decides to supply longer-range missiles to Ukraine, they will cross the red line and become a direct party to the conflict. The final warning was spoken by Maria Zarkova, spokeswoman for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Now, we can go back to the other article that's here and talked about, oh, by the way, uh, hold on, let let me get the exact quote. Uh, it was something about burning cities and melting concrete. I'm looking, I'm looking. They quoted revelations. I'm looking. So today was the meeting between 
uh, Xi Jinping and Putin. And they jointly declared uh, triumphantly the arrival of a new era in international relations. Amid a Western diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics and a looming crisis in Ukraine, the world's two most powerful autocrats shared their vision for a new world order. In a 5,000-word joint statement, the two leaders declared a friendship with no limits and spelled out their shared grievances towards the United States and its allies. The world is going through momentous changes. Their joint statement said nothing uh, said, noting the transformation of the global government's architecture and new world order. They met in the city of Samarkand in southeastern Uzbekistan. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. So, Z has a fine line to tread. And this will lead into the other story that I was talking about. Has a fine line to tread. If he leans too much into helping Russia, he risks exposing China to Western sanctions and diplomatic blowback that could harm its own interest. It would come at a sensitive time for Z, who's only weeks away from seeking a norm-breaking third term at the 20th Party Congress. So far, the two authoritative powers have not come any closer to shaping the New World Order in their favor. However, let's, let's remember that they think in different timelines than we do. Entirely different timelines than we do. Especially if they sit here and they say, hey, by the way... Um, we're, we're just going to sit here and, uh, be like, fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> We've been like that for a minute though. Like, Fair. We're, we're, we're just one stupid, one stupid choice away. Ah, here we go. I found this story. A top Russian official just quoted the book of revelation to describe America's soon to be fate. The Russians continue to threaten us with nuclear annihilation. Why are so few people in the Western world alarmed by this? I think it is because our leaders are assuring everyone that the Russians are all talk and that the odds of nuclear war actually happening are extremely low. Both sides just continue to take steps to escalate the war in Ukraine. We're engaging in an extremely bizarre game of nuclear chicken. And both sides truly believe that the other side will blink first. And so we continue to creep closer and closer to cataclysmic nuclear conflict. And once the missiles start flying, there is no turning back. The Russians warned that they will take military action in Ukraine if an agreement to, to avoid a war could not be reached. And that is precisely what's happened. And now the Russians are repeatedly threatening us with nuclear war. In fact, Dmitry Med, uh, Medvedev, uh, just warned that if the U.S. does not back down, our land will be on fire and concrete will melt. If the West continues its unrestrained pumping of the Kiev regime with the most dangerous types of weapons, Russia's military campaign will move to the next level where, quote, visible boundaries and potential predictability of actions by the parties of the conflict will be erased and the conflict will take on a life of its own, as wars always do. And then the Western nations will not be able to sit in their clean homes laughing at how they carefully weakened Russia by proxy. Everything will be on fire around them. Their people will harvest their grief and fool. The land will be on fire and the concrete will melt. Fuck. And then he cited Revelations 9.18. 
In case you're wondering what Revelations 9.18 says, a third of mankind was killed by these three plagues, by fire and by smoke and by brimstone, which came out of their mouths. Medvedev also addressed the fact that U.S. politicians don't seem to be taking Russian threats very seriously. He quotes, yeah, or I'm quoting him, Yet still the narrow-minded politicians and their stupid think tanks thoughtfully twirling a glass of wine in their hands talk about how they can deal with us without entering into a direct war. Dull idiots with a classical education. Now when I read that statement, I immediately thought of uh, <coughs> the Warhawks in the administration. Right. So... Uh, and they have key arch ar uh, architects that are behind the scenes, like uh, the NSA advisor or the uh, National Security Advisor Sullivan. Uh, he let's put it this way: he makes John Bolton look like a pacifist. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> what? Yep. If Sullivan. If his advice now, Biden has said that his advice is is something that he really likes. If that's true, and Sullivan gets his way, we are going to nuclear war with Russia. The Russians don't believe that they're at war with just Ukraine. All over Russian television, right? All uh, it's just. All over Russian television, there's talk about the vast numbers of British and American soldiers that are now on the front lines of the conflict. They have video. They have video of American soldiers. And what's funny about it is that they're like, oh, yo, people will justify it and say they're volunteers. Russia don't give a fuck. Watching Russia channels, uh, RT and stuff like that over the last 24 hours reveals two trends. The first is that talk of Ukrainian Nazis has decreased. Instead, it's now about shared past and history of the two nations. Second, they simply cannot accept that they're losing to Ukrainians. Instead, they're talking about fighting a huge force of British and American soldiers. Or as they often call them, Anglo-Saxons. Officially, the U.S. and U.K. have not sent any troops into Ukraine. But somehow, tens of thousands of highly trained U.S. and British fighters are now involved. Many of them are uploading videos of their exploits to social media. Even the Daily Mail is a thing. Let, let me take a clip of one of the articles, because I think it's hilarious. In a compilation of, of footage uploaded to social media, so, soldiers with British accents can be heard speaking to one another while wearing blue armbands to identify themselves as Ukrainian forces. One clip, uh, one clip appears to show soldiers moving POWs through a compound while other soldiers holding grenade, running to take cover, and climbing through windows. There's also footage of Americans, and you can tell they're Americans because they have a very distinct Southern accent. <laughs> Whether these troops were officially sent by the U.S. or the U.K. doesn't really matter. What matters is that Russians now believe that they're fighting troops from NATO countries that have been armed with NATO equipment. They, regardless of what anybody says, regardless of I'm a volunteer, optics means everything. If Russians are getting their ass spanked, 
And I, I don't I think they're lying to us about that. But if Russians are getting their asses spanked, but they have video footage because Americans and UK can't put their fucking phones down, right? If they if the Russians perceive that this is the big showdown with NATO, they'll decide that it's better to go for the jugular sooner rather than later. They believe in first strike principle. Let, let's not forget that. They believe that, you know, hit early, hit fast, hit hard, and make sure they don't want to do it again. Because in the doctrine of mutually assured destruction, the side that strikes first usually has the best chance of surviving the nuclear war. In a scenario in which the Russians decide to strike first, large numbers of their super silent black hole submarines into position just off our coastlines. It's something I told you guys about, the, the Poseidon, with the uh, uh, nuclear tsunamis. They would simultaneously launch their nukes, and with a couple of minutes, a host of key strategic targets will be destroyed all over the country. Let's not forget the Club K scenario that we talked about. All of those uh, uh, passenger ships, where they build in missile systems inside of the cargo containers. if they get off of the coast, they have eight seconds. You have eight seconds of warning. From the time that they're fired till they're detected and a warning can come out, you have eight seconds. Our missile silos and air bases would be among the strategic targets, but once his advisors finally got him out of bed, the president would inevitably order a strike of our own. Minuteman miss, uh, the Minuteman 3 missiles that went into service in the 1970s still form the backbone of our arsenal. Russia has the most advanced anti-missile systems on the planet. The Russians have the S-400, A-135, S-500 anti-missile systems and will likely intercept moat much of what we throw at them. But inevitably, some targets will be hit. Overall, the Russians would hurt us a whole lot more than we hurt them, and they know it. So why don't we take what they say seriously? Because we're arrogant. We have lived in this bubble and we're led by morons. <laughs> Studies have determined that only 20% of the U.S. population would die immediately if there was a full-blown nuclear exchange. But the nuclear winter could re will result in billions of people starving to death worldwide. They need to find a peaceful way to get through this. Unfortunately, both sides have done have become absolutely obsessed with winning a conflict in Ukraine. It appears it's just a matter of time before it goes nuclear. We know it's coming. We know it's coming. That's the problem. So, let's go it's on. It's like watching the flaming dumpster fire that's riding straight towards you on the back of a runaway train. Knowing it's going to hit you, you still start to take that involuntary step backwards, knowing that you're not going to avoid it. Kind of like that. Yeah. But they quoted the book of Revelations. So, okay, so why does the Z and Putin meeting matter? Because the United States is warning the the United States is warning China, threatening China, not to have any business with Putin. Now, if you could see the inevitability that the United States is going to be taken out, 
either by an internal conflict because you have the FBI going rogue, you have a government that has declared war on half of its population. Wait till you see some of the quotes I have for you today, right? If you put all of these things together, right, either the United States destroys itself from within uh, by civil war or economic collapse, which, by the way, <laughs> that's a whole different timeline. But say it happens, right, and it collapses. China doesn't have anything to worry about from us at that point. We're entirely powerless to them right now. They control our supply line. They control all of the stuff that's currently going on. It, you know, they they can take Taiwan whenever they choose. They're kind of waiting for us to implode because they see the same thing that we see. I can't be the only one. You can't be the only one that looks at the headlines and go, we're fucked, right? We did avoid a, a, a railway strike Last night, early this morning, last night, whenever, the Biden administration capitulated, surprisingly, right before the election to make sure that the economy keeps going. They agreed. Now, I talked to railway workers and engineers. They all said that they they were the unions were far apart from the the there. They didn't see something coming in. But Biden and his team came in and. They brokered that last-minute deal before the railways shut down, and $2 billion a day in our economy was lost. I do find it interesting that the largest contributor, or that the unions, the railway unions, were supporters of Biden, and that the people who own the companies are also Biden supporters. Political theater, my friends. Just be advised. Smoke and mirrors. Now, now, I also need to sit here and tell you that, yes, that crisis may have gone away, but the largest Fed rate hike in 40 years will be coming next week. Just keep that in mind. How, how large? Uh, let me see. Let me see if they go into detail because they're predicting it, right? They they're not exactly sure. They're just kind of guessing. So here's from the article: Desperate times call for desperate measures. Times are arguably increasingly desperate. The persistence of high inflation might force the Federal Reserve to the largest uh, increase in more than forty years. Uh, economists at the brokerage Normal Securities on Tuesday became the first on Wall Street. Uh, to predict a full percentage point increase in the Fed's benchmark short-term rate. Uh, we continue to believe markets underappreciate just how entrenched U.S. inflation has become and the magnitude of response that will likely be required from the Fed to, dis from the Fed to dislodge it. Last time the Fed made such a drastic move was in the 1980s, another period marked by sky-high inflation. At each of the last two meetings, the Monetary Policy Fed Open Market Committee raised the target rate by 0.75 points. This is going to be a full point. The Consumer Price Index, the CPI, rose a scant 0.1%, largely because of another big drop in energy prices. Which, by the way, was only caused because we're draining our strategic oil reserves. 
And the annual price of inflation slowed a bit to 8.3 from 8.5. But that was all of the good news. That Those were the only two pieces. The cost of every, almost everything except energy rose last month. Food, rent, clothes, furniture, cars, medical care, and so forth. Another price measure viewed by the Fed as a better indicator of the future's inflation trends rose sharply in August and hit the highest yearly rate in five months. The so-called core rate of consumer inflation climbed to a yearly pace of 6.3% in August from 5.9% in the prior month. Let that sink in. But do you remember several months ago when I said, do you want to know when the economy is going to go down, that there were certain numbers? Do you remember that? All right. So let me read you some numbers. Year to date, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has dropped 14.8%. Okay. Okay. The S&P 500 has dropped year to date 18.15%. And the Nasdaq year to date has dropped 26.16%. Do you remember what numbers I said that you needed to be careful of? If we hit over 25. Yep. Fuck. That we don't come back. Here's the problem, though, is that people sit here and realize that, uh, people sit here and realize that, uh, uh, people sit here and realize that, uh, the money's not coming back. The market's not getting any better. And it's going to collapse. The people around the world are not stupid. They're not the American people. They're paying attention. They're not focused on shit that doesn't matter. They're focused on what's going to be coming. So China just has to wait us out, call in our debt. China, All China has to do is sit here and put politi- uh, economic pressure on the United States, slow down the supply chain, and we will drive ourselves off the cliff. Because crime is increasing at an astounding rate in major cities. The one thing that will make that crime, other than the safety bill, right, other than the fact that uh, Gavin Newsom in California and uh, the dickhead in New York. I can't remember his name. Adams. They sit here and they, they're they creating laws that, that help uh, criminals, right? The only thing that will make crime worse than that is a failing economy. Because they have nothing else to lose. And then you're going to also have people that normally would not be criminal. People do strange things when they're when their children are on the line. Yes. When when they are hungry, when they're thirsty, when they're cold. Humans will do any number of things. Hell, we would do it. Yeah. Survival so, is something else. But the the sad part is 
it won't it won't matter. We already reached a point of no return. We have reached a point where it's like arsenic. Arsenic builds up in the blood over a period of time, and then you die when it hits a critical mass, right? Correct. We have hit that point. All it takes is one more. Yeah. And right now, okay, let's let's do this. I was gonna save these for later, but let's do this. Let me go to my pictures. Do 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 do. I wanted to get the quotes. So, all right, let's see. We have Facebook is gathering your information and sending it to the FBI. Yeah. They are now specifically targeting. Well, hold on. So the FBI, now Zuckerberg admitted this. This is nothing new, right? That they were told that they need to censor. But this is not censoring. The FBI went to Facebook, and Facebook didn't even fight it. They were more than happy to give all of that information. You know the information that they wanted? MAGA and people who questioned the results of the 2020 election. That's what they're targeting. How about this one? Senator Mazzy Hirono from Hawaii. Says clearly, or but clearly, this is literally a call to arms in our country. I yield the floor. There is no way around the fact that Senator that Senator Hirono has just called for civil war on the center floor. Yeah, it's also not new. Preston Mitchum, who's a professor. Uh, I don't know where at. I didn't find that part. Uh, he says, yes, all white people are racist. Yes, all men are sexist. Yes, all cis people are transphobic. We have to unpack that. That's the work. When you have people who have gone to the point where they are threatening violence. Now, we shouldn't be surprised. They did that shit. Uh, they did that shit in fucking... Uh, they did that shit with the unvaccinated. And now we have reports coming out. It's on Rumble, right? One of the, the videos of the doctors, because it can't be posted anywhere else. Where it talks about how if you took the vaccine, any doses, you will be dead in three to five years. The great dying has begun. But instead, let's focus on, you know, trapped. Let's focus on all of this bullshit. How about this one? If I'm going, uh, how about uh, Democratic South Carolina... Uh, Representative, U.S. Senate candidate Crystal Matthews says, "You got to treat white people like shit. Keep them under your thumb." But to quote Nikola Tesla, "You are about to live to see man-made horrors beyond comprehension." Allow me to read you a tweet. While I get censored off of Twitter, right? On a pretty regular basis, <laughs> right? We get stuff like this from Flora Gill, who, by the way, has a blue check mark. Says someone needs to create porn for children. 
Hear me out. Young teens are already watching porn, but they're finding hardcore, aggressive videos that give a terrible view of sex. They need entry-level porn. A softcore site where everyone asks for consent and no one gets choked, etc. This is the man-made horrors that are behind that are beyond comprehension. Where you have men trying to breastfeed children. And people wonder father's milk. <laughs> I still think y'all are wrong about that. I think father's milk is the same thing as baby batter. I understand. I no, I have I have the 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 article that talks about it. It says, hold on, this is a, an official document. Alright. Table one suggested terms in breastfeeding and human lactation. Traditional terms. Ready? Breastfeeding. The gender-inclusive terms, breastfeeding, chest-feeding, lactating, expressing, pumping, human milk-feeding. Traditional term, breast milk. Gender-inclusive terms, milk, human milk, mother's own milk, parent's milk, father's milk. I still say it's fucking baby batter, but everybody told me I was being, you know, I was being, you know, a, a perv or a ski for saying that. I was like, no, no, think about this for a second. There's no men cannot fucking lactate. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you that that uh, just, it, it Jesus is in heaven right now, and he's saying. Gabriel, get the trumpets. Yeah. God, I hope so. <sighs> now, remember, the President of the United States has said, we will move heaven and earth to back Ukraine. I'm going back to the war because if I keep talking about <laughs> we keep talking about this other one. We'll lose my fucking mind. I would rather people threaten to kill me than <laughs> than talk about males breastfeeding. Fair. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring up a point. I don't want people to forget that even the POTUS came for us. Listen to the POTUS speech again. But instead of li- instead of using MAGA Republican, replace that term with Jew, Muslim, Black, Japanese, or any other re- ethnic, racial, or religious group. And you'll truly appreciate the tenor and the terror of what you just heard. It's... It's terrifying because you and I are students of history, right? We both love history. Love looking mm-hmm. at it, love seeing it, and you use it a lot in your book, right? Mm-hmm. When you listen to that speech and you look through entertainment history, you look through world history, and especially focus on that failed fucking painter, it's a terrifying parallel. Fair. 
I love you, but I keep hearing your headphones. It's not me you're hearing. It's you sucking on that peace no, no, pipe you got. No, it's you. It's the headphones rubbing against your shoulder. Oh. <laughs> you thought I was just being a dick. I was like, no, that's all I can hear. Like, legit for a second there. Just rub it back and forth. I was like, I'm getting uncomfortable over here. Talking so about we are smoke and lactating, and all I hear is this rubbing sound. I'm, I'm a little concerned. So <laughs> let's talk about conspiracy theories, shall okay, we? Okay, this is what had me all curious. Now, all right. we're talking conspiracy theory, are we talking like Q rabbit hole deep, or are we talking like Alice in Wonderland deep? Oh, we're talking like through the fucking roof of crazy. Oh, so we're going to, you know, we're taking the, the hobbits to Isengard. Gotcha. Let's yeah, go. yeah. Okay. So you heard the the German guy talk about how, uh, talk about September 24th will be the day that you will remember where you're at. Yeah. Right? And you saw the story where we talked about Denver having a preparedness at the Denver International Airport where you can pick up your bug out bags on September 24th. Right. Now, a lot of people are saying that there is a lot of shit coming. What are they planning to do on the 24th, 2022? So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use an article. Right. To give you the basis. And then I want to show you all of the crazy conspiracy theory news of September 24, 2022. Now, I just I just want you to know that there is uh, that there is a uh, a reason for this time of year. Every year they pick this time. It is the start of the Jewish calendar high holy days or the end of the year. It, it's the start of the high holy days. However you want to, you know, however they read their year or whatever, right? You have that. Uh, there's some historical precedents about when they have stock market collapses and we talked about that in, on a different episode, right? But let's talk about, let, let's use this. Uh, a member of a German legislature openly warning that September 24th will be a day when everyone will remember exactly where he or she was. Needless to say, those days don't come along very often. For those that were alive at the time, at the time, the death of John F. Kennedy was one of those days, and certainly 9-11 was one of those days. But off the top of my head, I can't really think of too many others. I can remember what I was doing when Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, Russian invasion of Ukraine. Right. Beyond that, there aren't too many other days that fall in the category that are that everyone remembers. Right. This is why when a, a member of German par Parliament said seems so odd, the quote, everyone will not forget September 24, 2022, and everyone will know exactly where he or she was. Why? Why does he believe this is September 24th will be so historic? All right, the clip is insane. Let me see if I can get it. Well, it's in German, so it won't matter. The German legislature said that the day will be remembered forever. You heard other members of the German legislature react. They all took a deep breath, right? Did he reveal something that we wasn't supposed to at this point? We don't know. Perhaps nothing is planned for September 24th. Perhaps if we could listen to the remainder of his speech, it would be obvious he's returning to something completely trivial. But they cut it off. So we don't know, and they nobody can find anything. 
right? September 25th and September 26th are very significant, right? Elul 29 begins, and we talked about that, the, the Jewish, uh, uh, where they had the stock market crash in the U.S. up until the time on Elul 29 in 2001, and they stood until 2008, right? Uh, Elul 29 uh, on Sunday 2015, and no record was broken then, right? But you saw financial shaking in August and September of that year. This year, it again falls on Sunday, so there won't be a crash that day. But, right, uh, Rosh Hashanah begins on Sunday, on Sunday, September 25th. Now, so that's the basics, right? Right now, there are dreams, and uh, there are. I I don't get into the whole dates. I give seasons and symptoms of when stuff is coming. Unless I'm like messing with Kipper, and I'm like, "You got two months." By the way, Wait, that isn't, it, <laughs> isn't yeah. that coming up? <laughs> yes. So so uh, I don't I don't give dates specifically because as a Christian in the Bible, we're warned that no man should know the the day or the hour, right? Now, we're told to look for seasons, and that's why I even bother to look into this stuff, right? It, you know, if it said, don't bother, it's going to happen when nobody expects it, and you're not going to get any warning, good luck! Okay, got it. <laughs> then, then keeping track, it would just be a tyranny tracker, and at that case, I would be in my fucking cave already, just saying. Right, <laughs> but I am not the only one who sits here and looks. So I'm going to give you some evidence, and then I'm going to ask you if you think it is suspicious. Yes. What? Yes. What? Suspicious? Yeah. I haven't given you any evidence yet. It doesn't matter. You're willing to bring it up, which means yes, it is going to be suspicious. So. <laughs> In addition to what I'm about to read you, don't forget that the Vatican is pulling all of its money into its own into the Vatican Bank, right? It's right. pulling all of it in. CEOs are starting to quit. They are warning a financial collapse. They're all going to their hiding places, getting golden passports. They know that some shit is coming, right? Regardless of the specific date, they know that something is coming. They just don't know when. I think it's a kind of suspicious that the 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th is about the deadlines for the Vatican pulling in money. So maybe they know something we don't. Maybe they're just paranoid. But here's why I don't pick dates predicting the rapture or the end of the world is because I never want to be the stumbling block that shakes somebody's faith. So many times... People have made predictions and predicted dates. Like the Seventh-day Adventists were created specifically because of that event in the 1800s, right? That's how they came about. You know, they, they thought well, that it was coming. I know there's more to it than that no, that no, is no, more nuanced. Say, it's, the, it's, the, it's the Millerites that came. And we actually were a branch off of them that said they shouldn't have made a date. Right, right. But but that's what I mean. They split from... Mm -hmm. and, and that's So, 
It, it tears churches apart. It causes weak people to lose their faith or young believers to be shaken, right? It, it, you see an increase in suicides in religious people because they believe it's either coming or that it didn't come. So what did they do wrong? You know, that kind of. So I, I tend to stay away from dates. However, every year, Right around this time, you know, the whole Feast of Trumpets thing where they're like, oh, look, it says trumpets in the name. That means that they're going to, you know, it, maybe, but let's be realistically, or let's be realistic. If you believe in a rapture, you don't know when it's coming, right? But you know, not the day or the hour. Right, but you can know the season. So you know generally what the world's going to look like. And they tell us all throughout scripture, right? But, so let me give you some secular some secular stuff, right? And I don't know if this one specifically talks about the Simpsons, but January 6th, 2013. Episode, or season 24, episode 9, or episode 24, season 9, anyhow, 924 is where Homer becomes a prepper, and there is an electromagnetic pulse that wipes out all... <laughs> Fuck, I've got you and the Simpsons. You both have a great track record. Okay, so, here like we go. This. All right, ready? Here we go. I have 33 examples. TV, third rock from the sun. A meteor is scheduled to hit the planet in September. The Big Bang Theory, there's an asteroid strike September 23rd. In the movie Volcano, 923 next to the cross in the movie, an asteroid hits the Earth on 923. Seeking a friend for the end of the world, an asteroid strikes on September 22nd to the 23rd and ends the world. Julia and Julia, a meteor strikes the Earth on September 23rd. Deep impact. He says the asteroid would strike 922. The lotto numbers that he plays are 923. Evan Almighty. The date of the flood is September 22nd. The movie Knowing, the date is of the final event, September 22nd and 23rd, the Earth is destroyed by solar fire. Little Shop Before, September 23rd, an event that will count a deadly threat to humans' existence. Tomorrowland, disaster strikes on September 23rd. NCIS, Last Man Standing was the episode, Did They Know 923? Wait, what? The movie 23 with Jim Carrey mentions the date September 23rd is the day that hell arrives. Sleepy Hollow, the TV show, September 23rd, a new dimension is opened. Ghostbusters, the evil is released September 23rd. This is the end. The paparazzi video recorder says the date 923 when the rapture happens. Pandemic hits the East Coast in the movie Pandemic 923. The movie Labyrinth, evil consumes the world at 923. <coughs> Hold on, there's more. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. Castaway, starring Tom Hanks. The driver's license of the dead pilots is 923. Taco Bell commercial back in the 80s had a, escaping a concentration camp on 923. Guinness beer commercial. If you'll keep an open mind, you'll discover dark secrets. Stop watch stops at 923. Gone Girl, September 23, is used twice depicting the date of the disappearance. Uh, in a video, Florence and the Machine. We will drag bodies to the ground. The watch stops at 9.23. Video called 23. 9.23 in the video nine times. Video Rihanna called 7.11 Jewish calendar is 9.24. Her latest video has 9.23 on the license plate. Black IP's video calendar of the month someday with the 23rd of September. The video for Tainted Love, an asteroid hits Earth and then shows the horoscope with the date 923. Drake's album Nothing Was the Same, released on 923 with pics of shirts with this with uh, disaster on it. Song by Israel Vibration, September 24th is mentioned as the Great Tribulation Fulfillment of the Holy Prophecy. <laughs> In TV series Heroes Reborn, the persecution of the church begins on 9.23. In the video game Resident Evil, the invasion begins on 9.23. This one is my favorite. The Illuminati card game has three cards, including the asteroid card with 9.23 on it nine times. And a TV show, One Foot in the Grade, from 1990, has 923, the day the Lord shall pee upon you. And then we have The Simpsons. So, I don't I don't call dates, and I'm not calling it on this one. <laughs> it's like, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying it's awfully odd. Now, hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> These are what people are running around the internet saying that the world is going to end on 923, 924, 925, 9, basically that week. It's going to be a shitty-ass week, right? Uh-huh. I'm not calling that. Do you want to know why? Because other than the Simpsons ones, the rest of those are wrong. And here's why I know that. Right. We were talking, I was talking about the disaster cycle, the 12,000 year disaster cycle. And we were talking about um, uh, how the the sun has the possibility of a micronova, which will send human beings back into caves and cause this, you know, horrible catastrophe that uh, some people will survive and some won't. Right. Yeah, you made a comment that the re- you believe that there was actually um, there are more sophisticated societies than us, but they <laughs> that we always find them in caves because that's where they were driven. Right, that's not where mankind started. That's where mankind and en- ends up in each of the cycles, right? And when I said that, our good friend Mick said, "Have you ever seen the movie Knowing?" Hmm. <laughs> So I went and watched the movie knowing and I paused to look at the end dates because I am curious to see what type of predictive programming that they're going to throw in because they always do. Right? They always throw in predictive programming. 
And there are other examples. That was just a list that somebody made for me so that I could go through and check a couple of them to find out how much bullshit is in it, right? Because once I find, right, I, I work on the whole principle that if you claim to be a prophet or you claim to be a watchman for God, then if you're wrong once, I have to go no farther. You're full of shit, right? That, that's how that works. Right now, if you're just trying to go, hey, I saw this predictive programming. Maybe we should pay attention. The Simpsons one is legit, right? You have the the EMP, and then you have the asteroid that has the zombies on it. Right, that was the the Simpsons episode, right? Be uh, that when it came out. Okay, fine, I get that one where he becomes a prepper. Great. Okay, that one I can verify. But when I went and when Mick brought up the knowing, I went to go look at all the dates. And I track them all through because I'm curious to see how much they get in the lore. It's not September 23rd, 24th, 25th, or 26th. It's not even in fucking September. It's in October. October 19th, 2009. So I put that on, you know, on my backup Twitter account. So that I can counteract that fucking bullshit and call people out. And what happens? People go, well, don't you see? 10 and 19 is 1 and 1. That's 2. And then 9. And then 22 is 2 and 2 is 4. So if you write it, it's 9, 2, 4. Nine twenty-four, and I'm like, "How fucking far?" I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That makes sense because two plus two equals purple because pigs can't fly. Fair. Fair. I'm I'm good with that. But but the when I called okay so so when I called it out on the Twitter people. Want to fight me on it? No, you just read the message wrong. Um, I just told you the date. You're the one who now, if you're going to extraordinary claims, require extraordinary proof, right. So if you're going to change and manipulate the number, it's like the fucking Bible code. And I, I'll talk about code? that. No, no, no. The Bible code. Oh. And, and I'll get to that. If you're going to twist the numbers to get what you want, then be, when you have a table of numbers, all of them must uh, act that way. Right? So if you're going to twist one around, you have to twist all of them around. Right? If you're going to manipulate one part of a data set, then all of the other data in the data set must also be manipulated the same way. Or you're literally just making shit up. Now, the Bible Code, right? The, the Bible Code was a book that came out, and it's probably what started me on my go investigate crazy shit from around the world, was given to me when I was but a preteen. <laughs> and because I was interested in biblical prophecy at the time, Right, I wasn't necessarily a believer, but you know, when you know, 
if if you're looking for you know what's going to happen in the future one third of the bible is fucking prophecy you might as well look there right so so i sit here and i read the bible code right and the bible code was basically they took the the uh the original hebrew right and they put it on a grid and you change the size of the grid determine but once it's on it's that way all the way through the entire because jewish uh jewish letters correspond to numbers i don't remember what it's called but they they correspond right and at the end so they would go through and they'd run through different number combinations it would pick one letter out of column a and then at the same place you know they would like skip seven letters and then pick another one right and they proved that it 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 predicted all of this stuff that was going to happen in the past right and it's amazing to me that people will sit here and look at prophecy and go, you know, they predicted that. Okay. Well, I can predict it too. Hindsight's 20 fucking 20. I can like, predict shit, shit in the back too. I can manipulate stuff. Like if, if Nostradamus actually predicted Hitler and it wasn't Hister like it was supposed to, but it was actually Hitler, right? Then how come nobody saw it ahead of time? Yeah, how come nobody didn't like, like you know be like like the cool. Bible? You open up the Bible and it says this shit is coming, right? Other books of prophecy don't do that, right? They they look back, and the Bible code suffered the same thing, right? That they they plugged in all these things and they did stuff in the in the past, right? Then somebody goes, well, maybe you should look into the future. And this is why they wrote the Bible code because they came up with some really freaky shit about what predicted what was going to happen in the future, right? And I went, cool, I can get into this. And then at the end, there was a four number code behind all of the predictions. And I can't remember what the number was, but it stood for, will you change it? Um, That flies in direct face. Of everything that you know about the Bible. Will you change? No, that is not how that works. Bible prophecy is either true or it's not. You don't get a 90% and go, I got an A. No, you're a fucking charlatan and you need to be stoned. Right. You're either 100% correct or you're not. Right. If you you hold biblical standard to biblical standard. Right. You have to be 100% correct. You can't be like, will you change it? Because, and this is what I tried to tell people when they went, because I don't, I don't know, you weren't even alive when the book first came out. So, so, so when there was this big buzz around, oh, look, it predicts this stuff. And then God gives us the agency to sit here and be able to stop these horrific events from taking place, blah, 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 blah. That's sci-fi, not religion. Hold on. What I told people was, if this book was written way back when, then every prediction it makes, even before today, right, would have to have the same code at the end. Will you change it? And it doesn't, which means you're looking back at it and going, well, fuck. It's correct there. This must be true. But this one gives you the option for it out. That's not how that fucking works. 
It's like all of the people who stood up and predicted that Trump was going to win a second term, all of the Christians that got their American flag twisted up with their fucking cross, right? And sit here trying to make Trump a messiah and said, God spoke to me and told me that Trump was going to win, right? Wait, hold on. Let me, let me finish. So all of you prophets who in the beginning of 2020 said that this was going to be a great year, you did not predict the pandemic. You did not predict Trump losing. And you had a 50-50 chance of that one. 2020 was the year when America, the church, should have looked at these people claiming to speak for God and stoned those motherfuckers. I'm sorry. That's too Old Testament. Let's do New Testament. Do not abide evil. <laughs> Cast them out. I like new. I like the Old Testament better. Stone them. But uh, somebody would probably listen to one of our podcasts and go, that dude claims to be a prophet. I do not claim to be a prophet. <laughs> I do not predict that God spoke to me, gave me any type of message. I am a student of history, a student of human psychology, and I study doomsday literature and then build patterns. That's all I do. <laughs> I'm not saying it's divine. I'm not. Look. I want to be the guy that when all of this ends up, Trump comes back into office and everything is fucking Shangri-La in the United States, peace and, well, fucking then he's the Antichrist. So maybe that's not exactly what I want. But say all this stuff happens, right? And it comes out and everything is fine. I want to be the guy that people look at and go, ha ha, you were wrong. Great, great. I want to be wrong. Trust me. But, so, these, these proofs that you will see online that people worry about September 24th, could something happen? Yeah, it, it is entirely possible. Uh, if you believe, and, and here's why I say that, if you believe that there is a cabal of elite evil people, Right. And and I'm not talking about evil as in the left thinks that Trump is evil or that the right thinks that uh, Biden is evil. I'm talking about demonic primal evil. If you believe that there's a cabal of people like that, right, then you need to understand that ritual magic, which is the magic that they would be using, right, from the devil, right, they have to tell you. Because if you don't stop them, you accept it. And you become an accomplice. You forfeit your right to complain in the universal law. Right? That, that is their mindset. So if you don't stop it, if you don't object to it and actively speak out against it, then you're just as guilty as they are. So they will warn you. If you believe that those evil people are there, then they have to give you some predictive programming. Now, I'm not going to lie. Some of those could be correct. Of all of the proofs I read, some of them could be correct. I didn't check all of them. I, I don't have that kind of fucking time. I have so many fucking headlines when it comes to shit that really matters. September 24th is just fucking a Saturday to me. Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just another day to me. Right? So... 
It, it's just another day. I stack, I stock, I stick to the plan, right? It doesn't matter uh, if it's come. What? You stick, you stack, you stick to the plan? No. I stack, I stock, and stick to the plan. Okay, okay. Stack ammo, stock food, stick to the plan. Okay. So, for me, it doesn't matter if the end of the world is coming or not. Let's check the space weather since that wonderful sunspot is making its... Oh, shit. Never mind. Well, we'll, let's, we'll just talk about something different. So, anyhow... What? So... <laughs> well, so uh, hold on. You said, whoa, shit. Well, do you remember that space spot 3028? Or 3088? Do you, did I tell you about... Um, Did I tell you about the giant massive solar flare that happened on the other side of the earth? Yeah. Okay, so I the 3088 was the one that was giving us all those solar storms that we had for that like two week period, right? Or week period, right? Where it was just like geomagnetic storm three, 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 three. And then it moved away. And just as it was moving, it shot out um uh and a huge massive M class flare. Right? All right, fine. Then it went to the back of the sun where it was facing away from Earth and shot off a huge X-class flare. Like so big that when we looked on the satellite, it gave us a full fucking halo. Which means if it was pointed at Earth, bye-bye. So that solar flare moved its way back around and it's now coming in face to the earth again i will keep you updated to let you know if there's any chance of it building up but it is it's starting to move in and we are currently in it looks like we're doing okay there's a uh, no noteworthy events currently happening there is a 99% chance of a c class flare a 35% of a M-class flare, and only a 5% chance of an X-flare. X-flare is the bad one, just say. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Hey, I haven't even talked about the weakening magnetosphere Look. that we're getting that's going <laughs> to eventually destroy us all. I, I'm not even talking about that particular part. We didn't talk about that tonight. You sent me a whole list in a fucking chat that had me up half that night looking up shit going, Wait the he's right. I don't like this. I don't understand it all, but I don't like it. Basically, I, we're, we're losing what shields us from becoming a ginormous microwave oven. Well, even, even if it fails. Okay, so what... Even if it fails, there are places on the Earth that will be least affected. The closer that you are to the poles, and I don't mean where the poles are now. I'm talking about where the poles are moving to, right? The better off you will be. That's not terrifying. Well, we're actually not that far away from one. So, with that, um, so... <laughs> All right, so with that, we'll talk more about that. Uh, our, we're going to try and go live tomorrow, I think, at 9 o'clock on Twitch. 
Um, let's see if I can get YouTube up, but I doubt it. They are starting to heavily censor and crack down on uh, people who don't agree with exactly what they say. So could be interesting. So with that, I'm Odin. This is Tear. And we'll see you on another episode of Witcher's Call Podcast. Bye-bye. Turn into popcorn next. What the fuck? No, no, no. That's next. <laughs>